can't help but come to the conclusion that everything I need to be everything that God calls me to is already inside of me. It's got to be revealed, and the Holy Spirit will do that work. But I have it. I don't need another book, another video, another course, another process, another strategy to add to myself. Now, all of those tools can be incredibly powerful resources to help reveal what's already inside of me. Welcome to Unlocking Greatness, the podcast where purpose fuels your journey to greatness. I'm your host, Ryan James Miller, and I'm here to guide you through the remarkable stories of purpose-driven achievers just like you. Whether you're building a business empire or strengthening your family, this is your space to learn, grow, and find fulfillment. With each episode, we dive into the lives of extraordinary individuals who align their values and beliefs with professional success. Get ready for inspiring conversations, practical wisdom, and the keys to unlock your own potential in life and business. Let's embark on this journey together to unleash your potential, live your calling, and achieve the greatness that you were created for. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to something kind of brand new, and yet a little old too. This is Ryan James Miller. Yes, you are hearing my voice, but you are hearing this completely new. And what I mean by that is, is if you're subscribed to this podcast, uh, you have been listening to the Authentic Conversations podcast for the better part of the last three or four years. Um, And I don't want to go into that whole backstory as to uh, what led me to that name, that brand, um, but uh, on the um, on the back end of publishing my new book, Wounds, which I'm going to be talking a little bit about today, um, and the coaching that we were doing, the community that we created, just everything that was there, um, I really felt called to make a change. Mm-hmm. I really felt called to make a change to branding, uh, to a lot of the content that we were creating, and ultimately to this podcast. Not just in name, but in nature. Uh, And so you're going to hear different types of discussions and episodes from the guests. I'm going to be delivering uh, slightly different content uh, as I do solo episodes like I'm going to do today. Uh, Anyway, so all that to say, uh, if you heard in the intro, you probably did, but you are now listening to Unlocking Greatness. And I am so, so excited uh, to to rebrand uh, the podcast to Unlocking Greatness. It's just, I am on a journey to help as many people as possible unlock the greatness that I believe God has created them for. I believe it's already inside of you. I don't believe that it's something that you add to yourself. Yes, we learn and grow from outside wisdom and guidance and uh, framework and process and tools. But ultimately, what we need to achieve the greatness that we have been created for is already in us. I believe that God created us with that from the start. And so it's more about a journey of self-discovery and understanding and then leveraging that uh, self-awareness to then hone and shape who we are with outside resources, guidance, and support. 
And I already have some incredible guests lined up. Um, uh, one of which I have been following for the better part of a decade. Uh, and I was able to uh, convince, uh, encourage, provoke him to come on this podcast. And I am so pumped. I cannot wait to share uh, him with you, his name, his story, um, everything. That's going to be incredible. Uh, there's a woman in my local community that has absolutely killed it in business. She's a great mom and a family woman. And so we're coordinating a time to get her scheduled for this season, which is season four of this podcast as a whole. Um, there's just some incredible guests that I that I have, uh, and I cannot wait to share their story of how they have tapped into the greatness inside of them. And oftentimes through hurt, heartache, and tragedy, which is the subline uh, to my uh, subheadline to my book, Wounds. Um, so uh, for today's episode, I definitely want to do um, something. I don't want to say a little bit different, but I just want to introduce you to. Um, the beginnings of my book. Um, so we are planning to, I am planning to record the audio version of my book, Wounds, How Hurt, Heartache, and Tragedy Become the Keys to Unlocking Greatness uh, sometime in the next month. So hopefully that book will, the audio version will be out on Audible, uh, as well as a couple of other platforms. Uh, probably late March is, is what I'm hoping for. I think we'll be able to make that deadline. I'm not positive, but I think so. So you're going to hear a lot more in depth on the audio side. I will be narrating that myself. I've shared that before. Um, but I just, I want to tell my story in my voice and I'm going to add some additional color that's not in the book. Uh, just kind of expanding on a few different stories and topics and, and reframing some thoughts because after I've written, there's some more that uh, I've thought about uh, in the process, but it's in print now and it's done. Um, so we'll be doing that uh, sooner than later. We will release those episodes or that, that audio book as podcast episodes as well, but that probably won't happen until the fall of 2024. So that will be a ways out before they hit here. But today I wanted to talk about something because I wanted you, I wanted to give you a little bit more of a view into my life and my heart and my journey. And you may be saying to yourself, like, Ryan, I'm sick of that. Um, I want to hear ways that I can grow and get better. And I want to share with you that I believe that by hearing this part of my story, I think this will help you to grow and get better and unlock the greatness that's inside of you. So when I start, oh, and by the way, I should say too, if you want to learn more about my book, our community, you can go to woundsbook.com, W-O-U-N-D-S book.com. Um, there you can find plenty of information there on the book, on our community, on a lot of the things that we're doing, coaching programs, um, our web, my website, ryanjamesmiller.com is in the, is in process of a rebrand itself. So then uh, you'll be able to find a lot of that stuff there. But for now, woundsbook.com is a great place to go. And if you have not yet, join our community on Facebook. You, if you search Unlocking Greatness, it'll also be a link in the show notes here. You can join that community. It's free, but it's private. And it's a way that like-minded individuals can journey together in this process, again, to unlock the greatness that they have been created for and deal with all the obstacles that are in the way of being able to do that. So they can achieve professional and personal success. So do that. That's out of the way now. Okay. 
So when I was finished writing my book, uh, I had written um, all nine chapters. I had written the intro or uh, yeah, I'd written the intro. I'd written the conclusion. My friend, a good friend, John Welch's had written the forward, which I'm going to have him on my podcast again soon. Uh, He's been on a couple of times before, but I'm excited to have him back on to talk about uh, quite a few different things. He's also going to be narrating the forward to the book, which is going to be pretty cool. He's got an awesome voice and just speak so well. Anyway, so, um, uh, all of that was done. And so then uh, one of the things you do towards the end of writing as you're finishing, like completion is acknowledgements, uh, and then dedication. And so acknowledgements were super easy for me to do. You can read them in the book. That's to my wife, my kids, my close family, my parents, uh, my brother, friends uh, and others that have influenced uh, this journey along the way. When it initially came to me dedicating the book, uh, it was going to be dedicated to my wife because my wife, though she hasn't been a part of the whole journey, uh, she, she has been uh, now a part of more than half of my life, but she's the one that's endured the greatest burden uh, or, or just challenges. And uh, she's been with me through the toughest of times, uh, pushed me to the highest of highs. And so I just felt like, man, I wanted to dedicate it to her. And as I started to write out the dedication to her, I thought, you know what? I'm not ready to do that because there's something else. There's somebody else that I need to dedicate this book to. And so I decided to just add my wife to the acknowledgments, which uh, I'm sure she was plenty fine with. Um, And um, so as I was thinking and praying on that dedication, what came to mind was me, but really an earlier version of me before my life began to unwind. Um, And that was my six-year-old self. And so I want to read to you, if you haven't read my book uh, already, if you have read my book, you, you've read this part, uh, but if you have not, I'm going to read it to you. And then I just want to explain a little bit about why it was important for me to do this, not just for myself, but for every single person that would read this book. And I think that when I've read intro, I mean, when I've read dedications before, I haven't taken them very seriously. It's just kind of like, oh, that's a cool part. But I'm hopeful that if you've read my book, you're going to go back and you're going to reread this dedication with a new lens um, because it's a lot more meaningful than it may even sound to some people. So let me, let me read. Um, so uh, just word for word, this book is dedicated to the six-year-old me. I want you to know that it's going to be okay. You're going to make a lot of big mistakes but it's going to be okay. You are going to see some terrible things, but it's going to be okay. You are going to fall short and fail, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because God will be with you. It's going to be okay because God will provide for you. It's going to be okay because God will reveal the greatness he has in store for you. I wish I would have known that at six, seven, 16, 17, 26, 27, you get the picture. I wish I would have known who God was 
much earlier in my life. I mean, I grew up in church. Um, I, I grew up in the Catholic church. I um, did my first communion. I was confirmed, spent a lot of time at church uh, growing up, um, but I didn't really get it. Like I was there and, and, and it, uh, especially earlier on in my life, before I walked away from the church in high school, um, I got it. Like I, I was paying attention. I was invested to one degree or another, but I didn't fully understand who God was. I didn't understand what God was capable of. I knew he was the God of the universe, creator of all things. I knew that he was powerful. I knew that Jesus Christ, his son was sent to earth to die for sin. I knew that the spirit of God empowered people to live as he had called them to, but I just didn't really get it. Like I knew it, but I didn't get it. You know, those things, right? Like where, you know, something, um, practically, uh, I, I mean, you know something uh, intuitively, uh, but maybe you don't understand it practically. Like you, you get it in your head, but you don't understand how it works itself out. Maybe those weren't the right words for that. But it's like, I got it, but I didn't get it. I hear it, but I haven't really heard it or figured it out. And that's the first thing that I wanted. I wish I would have known was who God was and what he was capable of, and what he was setting out to do in my life far before I acknowledge him. Because I would not acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior until 28. That was my conversion moment, uh, was at 28 years old when my life was in shambles. So that's the first reason why I wrote the dedication the way that I did. Secondly, those three statements in the middle of the dedication, you're going to make a lot of mistakes or a lot of big mistakes. You're going to see some terrible things and you're going to fall short and fail. You know, I mean, this is all my own doing and my own fault, but especially with the big mistakes, with the falling short and failing, but even seeing the terrible things, when we go through difficult seasons of life, difficult circumstances, when it's our doing, when it's somebody else's, we just have a tendency to pile on. We have a tendency to, to throw ourselves farther under the bus, to bear more of the burden, to bear more of the weight. And I'm not saying that we should not take responsibility for our actions. We absolutely should. But even in that, Sometimes we fear taking responsibility because we don't think it's going to be okay. That doesn't mean there's not going to be consequence. But so often in life, I was in these places of hopelessness, which for me caused me to try and solve the problems myself, which just made those problems worse and created new ones. And a hundred percent, I'm a hundred percent certain that at different times in life, especially as a young boy growing up, my mom told me it was going to be okay. And I believed her. My mom was there to support me and encourage me. And she was a great mom to me growing up. I would not be alive if it, not, not just because of birth, but I would not have survived my childhood and my teens if it wasn't for my mom. Um, and, and I, and I, I, I shared a little bit of that in the dedication and even in uh, early chapters of my book. But 
again, it wasn't something that was being reinforced. And again, it was nobody else's fault but my own. And the only reason I know that to be true is because, again, I was trying to then solve my problems myself. Because it wasn't okay, I would figure out another way. And that caused me to make so many bad decisions trying to fix my own problems. And gosh, do I still need to learn that today? And so that was something that was really important for me to speak to, uh, to tell myself, like, little Ryan, here's some truth. It's going to be okay. God's going to work it out. I mean, that's ultimately the answer is God will work all things together for good for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. It's Romans 8, 28. But I just wish, and my life is what it is. The story's written the way it is all for a specific purpose. God knew what he was doing from the day I was born from before that. And so there's no regret. There's just a lot of, I wish I could have done betters. And that, that knowing things were going to be okay would have been a huge one. Other things in there that were so important that I wish I would have known earlier. And again, things that I'm still working on now relate to provision. You know, I, I'm proud to say I'm a really hard worker. And my mom showed that to me, definitely. My mom worked two and even three jobs at times to provide for my brother and I when we were younger. My dad has had an incredible work ethic his whole life. I don't really know that I know anybody that works harder than my dad. And not just works harder, but does better work harder. Like my dad is all about doing it. I mean, he used to drive me nuts, nuts when I was in my, uh, when I was in high school and I would, I was working for him. I mean, I would clean floors in the shop of the business he owned and one spec. And it was like, I'll do it again. We would take inventory on parts. One thing was missing. Do it again. It drove me nuts, but it made me realize the value of hard work and how to value working hard. Um, so, you know, I, I want to work hard. I learn to work hard. But one of the problems is, is I created such self-sufficiency and self, such self-dependency that I drove myself into the ground over and over again. And it's still one of the things that actually I struggle with the most. When things aren't going my way in terms of business, like I'm not generating enough business, not, not getting enough work out of clients, I just double down. And there's nothing wrong with working harder because there's all, I, I believe that there's for pr practically all of us, there's always opportunities for us to get, to get better and to work harder. Uh, there's a lot of gaps in my schedule that I can fill with, with more positive things or uh, uh, more, um, um, yeah, th things that will just produce more of what I'm really after. But, but. I got to places where I was working myself so hard and stressing myself out so bad. And in reality, I had no control. I mean, is it crazy to think about that we ultimately have no control over how much money we make? We have influence. 
but we don't have control. If we work for somebody else, it's up to them to decide whether they pay us or not, how much they pay us, when they pay us. And you'd be a fool to say that, well, then I'll go work for myself because then I can control my own financial destiny. And it's like, no, you can't. Because it's not up to you to pay you. It's up to your clients. Like nobody would stake, nobody in their right mind would stake their life on whether or not a client was going to buy a product or service from them. Because we can't fully guarantee, even if we do everything perfect, which that's impossible too, but even if we do everything perfect, there's no guarantee that that client's going to say yes. But there is one person that has promised to provide for my whole life, and that was God. Provision from God doesn't look like provision that Ryan dreams of, at least not all the time. Sometimes it's better, but sometimes I get these pie in the sky ideas and it doesn't work out the way that I want it to. But I've learned, though not always doing it well, but I've learned over and over throughout the years to trust that ultimately God will provide everything I need. Even when we were at our financial lowest as a family, which was 2013, um, end of 12 into 13, even though we were at our financial lowest there, we never went without. Ever. Ever. For us, God kept a roof over our head, kept food coming in. He kept support from friends and family coming in. Now, to everybody that looks different, to some of you, you're going to miss a meal. And it's harder to trust that God's providing for you when you're not getting even some of the things you need to survive. But I've learned that regardless of what my ideal of provision is, God's is better. And one thing that God has provided above all else is himself to me. To be the one that I can lean on and depend on for guidance, for support. Jesus says that um, he is the river of life and that by drinking water from him, that it will never run dry, that we will never run dry. And it's like, what? But it's just, it makes so much sense. When we feed off of Jesus... We seem to be fueled forever. And if you're not a Christian right now, you're listening to this, you're like, dude, this guy's crazy. All I can tell you is trust me, come and see for yourself. Or even if you don't want to trust me, just come and see for yourself. It took me years of becoming a Christian or after becoming a Christian to really get that. But that's the reality of the matter is the, Farther I leaned into God, the more God provided for me. Or or maybe better said, the more that I leaned into God, the more I saw what he was already providing for me. Just, it's nuts. It's nuts. And so again, it would have saved me so much hurt and heartache had I known that and believed that earlier on. And then the last little statement there, as I wrap up, this isn't going to be a very long episode. I don't want to bore you with, um, you know, the dedication to, to, to little me, six-year-old me. Um, but I want to say, I want to say something else. Um, there is a, a great tension between living in contentment and striving for more. And even biblically, 
um, inside of Christianity. It's a very, very tense discussion. Some people feel as though God requires us to live in poverty. Um, others uh, believe that God provides windfalls of cash. And I think both are wrong. I think that somewhere in the middle, God calls us to what he calls us to. And for some of us, that is an abundance of practical wealth. And for others of us, it's not. But he will provide and, and do things in other ways. But one thing through that is I continue to strive for more and better. For the majority of my life, up until probably five or six years ago, 2018, probably. Um, I was constantly trying to figure out what God had for me. Where was it, Lord? Who do I need to look to? Where do I need to go? What do I need to do? And then it hit me. I don't know if it hit me all at once or if it was the Route 91 tragedy coupled with a few other things, but I Finally, finally, and, and, and even just the journey of writing my book from 2022 to 2023 um, re revealed this in, in an even greater capacity. Um, and, and that revelation was everything I need to be the best I can possibly be is already inside of me. And I know that to be true because God has told me so. In Psalm 139, he says, uh, I formed you before I knew you. Um, in the book of Hebrews, uh, the author tells us that Jesus is both the founder and perfecter of our faith. The book of James says that uh, every good and perfect gift comes from above and so as I put those and so many other verses together in scripture, I can't help but come to the conclusion that everything I need to be everything that God calls me to is already inside of me. It's got to be revealed and the Holy Spirit will do that work, but I have it. I don't need another book, another video, another course another process, another strategy to add to myself. Now, all of those tools can be incredibly powerful resources to help reveal what's already inside of me, which by the way, the lens by which I am consuming content nowadays is, is does this align with my values and does it help me achieve my vision? Values then vision. And do I believe that this is what God is calling me to do? which is part of my vision. So that helps me to not go add a bunch of crap just because other people are adding it to their lives. I want what's going to help further reveal to me who I am so I can serve God in the greatest ways I possibly can. And in doing so, I will reap of all the spiritual blessings that God has in store for me. Some of those are practical. Others of those are soul-filled. They're all soul-filled, really. Some of them will also just be practical. And so again, I wish from a young age, 
I would have been designing my life with those things in mind. They would have saved me from brutal days, weeks, months, years. But also, as I wrote them to paper, they're a reminder now. They're a reminder that I need to keep going back to those truths to remind myself of who God is and what he has called me to. The truth of what he says is true. I can't allow myself to sway off course. But in this world we live in, it's just so easy to do that. So as I land the plane on this first episode of a rebranded podcast, newly branded Unlocking Greatness, as we kick off this first episode of season four of the podcast as a whole, I hope this is helpful for you and gives you some direction on where I'm going to go. Not every guest uh, that I have lined up for this season um, are Christians. Um, I, I don't only work with Christians. I don't, I, I don't believe that I have to do that or I'm called to do that. I believe there's a lot of wisdom to be gained, um, from people regardless of their faith. Um, but it's something that I'm going to continue to talk about because again, that's, that's just who I am. That's who God has made me to be. Um, so I would encourage you to tune in, to subscribe. If you're just listening to this as a one-off, subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on YouTube. Also, we're doing a lot of other, what I believe is really cool content on YouTube. We've really uh, amped up the volume of both long and short form content that we're doing there, doing a lot more teaching and education to just provide more practical resources to you. Again, you can go to the website, woundsbook.com to learn more about the book, uh, the community, and so many other things that we're offering uh, in that regard, um, share this with other people. If, if you've heard this and you're like, man, my friend, such and such, or my spouse or my child needs to hear this, I want to encourage you to share it. It's definitely helpful for me, but I believe that it's a great way to continue to spread this message. And the message is this, God has created you for greatness. What that is, I, and maybe even you don't know. But I can promise you that he has created you for greatness. And the challenge is to figure out what that is, how to tap into that, and how to live the most fulfilled and fruitful life you possibly can. Thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode of the Rebranded Unlocking Greatness podcast. I appreciate you. Like it, subscribe, share, do all those things. It does. It really blesses me. It helps me out. Um, Shoot us a note. Uh, You can find my information, uh, contact information in the show notes. Reach out on social. Just let us know what you think. Uh, Do you think it's cool that we've rebranded? Do you like the new colors? Do you like the new logo? Uh, I'd love to hear it all. Thank you, guys. Love you so much. Appreciate all your support. we got some great episodes coming up soon, so be on the lookout. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on Unlocking Greatness. I am confident that today's stories and insights are steps on your path to personal and professional excellence. I'm pumped to share our next episode with you. But until then, keep nurturing your soul, challenging your limits, and unlocking the greatness you were created for.